Hey everybody, it's Chris, uh, and this is a nerdbase.com podcast with a twist. Uh, this is just me and Dave, we're driving home from the diner. We had actually recorded a little bit of a show at the diner, but it was really just too noisy and it came out like shit. Yeah. So, uh... We had some annoying chicks, uh, on the booth out right next to us. Yeah. Us. Like, you know, uh, a gaggle of 16-year-old girls just being loud and... A gaggle is seven. <clears throat> oh, were they really? Just saying. Okay. Well, anyway. So, um, I decided, ah, eh, you know, Dave's going home, back up to Massachusetts in a little bit. Let's get a, at least one more quick podcast. Maybe we get 20 minutes out of this. Uh, better than nothing, right? Right. So, Dave was just, we were just talking, um, once again about a failed conversation, which is, let's not open the podcast with a discussion about the, the virtues of Batman and Spider-Man. Uh, and then he had mentioned well, Revenge of Shinobi, and I was like, wait, you know, it's the, the old Sega Genesis video game, and I had no idea what he was talking about off the bat. Well, so what happened was we started talking in the diner about Batman and Superman, we realized that this is just a conversation we're never going to agree on. And then I missed, you know, a great point in this conversation, which is not contentious at all, about this uh, Genesis video game, Revenge of Shinobi, which is an awesome video game. And uh, it had really cool bosses. Like, one of the bosses looked like Schwarzenegger from Terminator. And he'd throw, uh, like, car uh, engines at you and stuff like that in Detroit Junkyard. But anyway. <laughs> he, was threw, really... he threw a Detroit Junkyard at you? Uh, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm a ninja, so I can handle that. Yeah, no worries. But anyway, one, one of the bad guys, he was this guy. He'd climb along the walls and everything. He'd, he'd run all around the walls holding on. And uh, he was blue and red, and he'd shoot webs at you occasionally, and you get stuck, and then he'd try to beat you up and stuff like that. And after you kind of beat him up for a while, he would, like, put himself into a cocoon. And then he'd come out of the cocoon, and there was this Batman, a Batman, and he'd fly around <laughs> and try to attack you. So somehow they got this great idea, hey, let's mix Spider-Man and Batman. And, you know, it was... It, it kind of works. I did. <laughs> it well, wouldn't work in any other venue. But the the bad guys in all those old video games were always they were so for la- I, I want to say weird, but I'm going to they say awesome. imaginative. Uh, I mean, you fought Godzilla in that same game. I re- yeah, that yeah. I remember. Yeah, I remember awesome. that. Oh, I, so I vaguely remember the Spider-Man <laughs> guy. I don't remember drawing the uh, correlation, but. Yeah. Uh, I do remember fighting Godzilla, and that was kind of badass. Yeah, you, so, fight, yeah. you fight Schwarzenegger. You fight. You fight a Kabuki <laughs> guy at the end. The, the main boss is this guy with the big Kabuki ear, and he's spinning around in circles. Maybe, maybe we need to explain that a little bit more. Uh, back in 1998, <laughs> uh, when Dave and I were doing Rocky Horror, we um, we used to do pre-shows all the time back in those days and we would come up with characters to uh to do the pre-shows like just recurring characters that like every you know you come in every month and there would be this character what have you and dave and i huge you know martial arts and and asian culture fans uh since since youngins we decided that we want to dress up like kabukis and just do this ridiculous mock kabuki show right and you know what i just realized something just now that's really awesome about that is we we each had our own style of kabuki we are we both had super long kabuki hair but we did our makeup differently and he had blue makeup like blue lines on his face with the white white face underneath 
and I, I didn't have the blue lines. I had red lines, and I just realized we're the original red versus blue. Oh my god, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, because we did red versus red, red kabuki, blue kabuki. Right, right. We would, Holy shit. We, we would get into, you know, we would uh, uh, try to uh, compete against each other about which one was the better kabuki. That clearly is my red god, kabuki. I didn't, I didn't even. <laughs> I oh my re- god, I just realized that. That's, that's so funny. That's great. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's a trip. Oh man, we got a lawsuit on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> there must, there must be a video of us somewhere. I, doing... I haven't even seen pictures. I know. I, know, I mean, that's, that's like, that is sad. Yeah. I mean, that was like before the ad. I mean, I don't want to say it's before the advent of digital cameras, but it, it was be, it was definitely before. Uh, consumer digital cameras became so popular. Let's put it this way: if there was a digital, camera I think I still time, had a beeper at the time. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a digital camera at the time, there was probably a three and a half inch disc going into it. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> it was pretty sad. Oh yeah. my god, <laughs> that was good times. It was a good time. We, uh, yeah, uh, your your kabuki had a katana, right? I don't. Did I, we even have weapons? Yeah, because yeah. I had my fan. I had a fan and maybe a spear. Not, and, and we'd be like, uh, Red Kabuki is strongest Kabuki, you! <laughs> and be like, No, Blue Kabuki is the most powerful and virile! <laughs> yeah, somehow it worked. It, I, I swear, it's better than it sounds. And yeah, we just, <laughs> we just would shout at each other, like, who's better, and then we'd end up fighting a little bit, and, and hopping, you... and doing all the little. Um, you know, kabuki stereotypes as a hill. Like spinning our hair around. You know, in uh, uh, Street Fighter Alpha, there's that one character that that's like sort of uh, he's a he was one of the bad guys originally. Then you could play him. Uh, what was his name? He he like dressed up in like football gear and he like was Birdie. Like, no, not Birdie. He was like a mock samurai. Oh yes, yes actually, yes. he's oh. originally from Final Fight. <coughs> he was a right. Yeah. Um. I can't remember his name right oh, now. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But that's sort of we were like Americanized Kabukis. We were like Americans doing Kabukis, uh, much like that character was kind of a spoof on on us making fun of Japanese yeah. culture. Um, which is another reason Final Fight is an incredible game. Uh, I forget his name. Oh, damn it! Uh, yeah, basically we we saw Kabukis as you will see that it, it would seem that most Japanese see Americans if you watch yeah. any anime or Asian TV or movies. Uh, it was good times. It was a good time. But you know what? I mean, we don't have the opportunity to go see an act. I would. How quickly would we go to a kabuki show if we could afford oh, it? Oh, fucking a, dude! It'd be or right su- there. Your sumo performance was like, yeah. supposedly it's super expensive to do any of those things. But yeah, it really is. Oh my god! I don't care if I, if you know we don't know Japanese and nobody's subtitling shit for us. It would just be hilarious. I, I think, think it would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Either way. It'd be fun and interesting and culturally significant. At the end, we could be like, what do you think the story was about? (laughs) 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 Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. (laughs) There was one guy spinning his hair. (laughs) Oh, that'd be awesome. That would be. Nah, nothing cool happens like that around here. Anyway, so, (laughs) how did we get on this topic? Oh, we were talking about Spider-Man and Batman. Then we need to move on to a new topic. I'm Spider-Man. I'm Batman. We come over the house. We're best friends. Oh, I love Spider-Man, Batman. Oh, I love it so much. Batman, Batman, Batman. What is that, Spider-Man? 
I think, uh... Come in the house! Okay. I'm trapped and all these cakes are made. <laughs> we don't even tell people to go watch the videos. Just, yeah, well, this is the most I wrote after. a whole article about that about the, that series of videos. <laughs> I love them so much. Manix just showed me earlier today. What do you, what do you call uh, the, the one where the guy goes for the walk? The, oh, going to the store. Yeah, going to the store. It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's like this computer-generated image of you know this, uh, this computer-generated guy walking around streets <laughs> with zero control over his body <laughs> right it's like it's like they haven't quite worked out the bugs and the guys so his like heads flopping around so <laughs> it's hilarious and today manic showed me a human reenacting this computer animated guy he, he's reenacting the entire flick and it's somehow even funnier yeah it's just some like some some teenage some like 18 year old or something like that love it uh and he it's so good i mean i i saw a lot of because you know anytime there's a big uh, video on 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 the YouTube's or the interwebs. Evidently, at some point, you're gonna see mocks, spoofs, uh, remakes of it. And I mean, look at freaking Gangnam Style. Oh my God, everywhere. It's, it's like, like, I know, I know you're not a big fan of Gangnam Style, but you I, oh, you, I am. I, oh, I when it first came out, I loved oh, okay, it. Okay, I put uh, it right on my iPod. I, I did show you Lopan Style, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. <laughs> I love Big Trouble in Little China. David, like a Lopan lot. Style. Yeah. And they some some group made a amazingly well made. I mean, I can't even really call them just a group because they actually had James Hong in the video who played David Lopan in Big Trouble in Little China. It was amazing. I I love that guy so much. He does voice acting and he's just wonderful. I I don't know. He's just he brings such a cool presence to anything he does. I love it. I met him twice Did at conventions know? and oh. yeah, he was really like I just talked to him and I basically said the same thing. I'm like. You know, Mr. Hong, I, I love everything that you do. Every time I see you come on screen in a movie or in a TV show, I always get a little excited because you're just <laughs> such a cool character. And Did he go, how excited? <laughs> how excited are you, Mr. Maddox? <laughs> um, <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Oh, well, thank you. Thank Did he, was he doing the thing with his fingernails? <laughs> we, yeah, we, we, we fought with our pinkies a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Kabuki's um, came out of your rings or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, that didn't happen, David. Pretty sure. Don't tell Pretty lies. Sure. I'm telling. That's the way it works. Don't tell fibs. <laughs> fibs, no fibs. Um, you ever hear the song "Here on Fibber Island" by They Might Be Giants? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, what it's it, it was on their kids' album. It's actually an adorable song. Yeah, I didn't hear that. Oh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> Awkward silence. Oh, dude! Right. Was it? <gasps> no! What? Oh no! Okay, we just okay. We're driving down Kinder Kinder Kamak Road in Oradell. Kinder Kamak. Kinder Kamak. It's fun to say. It's fun for all the children. Um, there was a place right there called Badlands Taco that I friggin' loved. Ah, oh, they had this one burrito. It was called the Mad Dog Burrito. And is it gone? Yeah, it's gone, dude. Tell me about the Mad Dog Burrito. Mad Dog Burrito was delicious. Oh, it was half and half um, uh, stewed steak and stewed chicken. And it was huge. It was like this monster. Like each half could be cut into like its own burrito. And even as a half, it would still be a huge burrito. And they were just delicious. And it was only like eight bucks too. And they put so much meat. It's not like they went chintzy on the meat either. You got... It's probably why they're yeah. out of business because they gave you too much food. <laughs> you know, they can't it, afford to keep up. Like, oh, be, cost of running is uh, too high. But to be to be honest, I, I I mean, not that I think eight bucks is unreasonable, but uh, for this area, you know, it, 
most people that are listening to this are probably in this area. They're probably from Jersey or something like that, and they would know that there is a lot of like uh, cultural areas around there, and you can get really cheap, fantastic food. So uh, eight dollars actually, I'm sort of surprised. That sounds like a lot, but well, I mean, you got to consider also. It's Oradell. It's relatively That's close true. to Northern Bergen County, which is like the money land. So there's that. There's that. And so for an $8 for a giant, like right. you'll, I, I never ate the entire thing in one sitting. I, I think I may have, but I couldn't walk well afterwards. Oh, what's this asshole doing? I don't, I don't know. Drive. He's not going. Yeah. He, he's, he's driving slowly just to irritate you. Yeah. Isn't um, this fun listening to, to make, people in the car? Just to make uh, exciting radio. Radio. Theater of the mind. Oh, my God! What? No, nothing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just cre- I was creating tension. Was, see what I did? That was pretty cool. And the last thing Dave was talking about before he died was how driving along created exciting radio. Right. And then Unfortunately, he actually crashed. He actually crashed. We're, we're, uh, and it wasn't very exciting. It was more like I shit my pants scared. <laughs> we were actually just saying that... Uh, for the past two days, for whatever reason, I, uh, I've decided to start eulogizing Mannix. Just because he'd do something silly and I'd be like, well, uh, one thing I could say about Mannix is he liked putting his head in the dark places. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, no, you know how it... <laughs> no, you know how it started? We were walking through the parking lot. Uh, I didn't what, in Target? And we're walking back to Dave's car. And <clears throat> there was like a little... Uh, like an SUV or something and it was this really cool sort of copper kind of I hadn't seen it before and I'm like oh I really like that color and I'm looking at the car and I wasn't paying attention to the fact that there was another car screaming down the parking lot and I almost walked into it right. so Dave's well, I like said, I said uh, there's one thing I could say about Mannix he really liked colors yeah, he really appreciated colors <laughs> <laughs> so I've been we've been eulogizing each other for the past two days now uh, and uh, we, I think, I think I want you to eulogize me too. Like, okay, I, you know that'd be, that'd be cool. Well, however, I'm, I die. I'm fairly, I'm fairly confident though that I am a lot more accident prone than you, mm-hmm. and I'm probably, I think of the two of us, I'm much more likely to die before you. Well, but, but I want to die in, in a good way. I like really, I do. I don't, I don't want to just, you know, whatever. I don't want to accidentally fall down the stairs or something like that. I want to be <laughs> I want to be killed by ninjas. <laughs> like I like, really like a good death. So hopefully I'll give you some I'll give you good material. All right. Yeah, cuz I want to put myself in that situation. Well, <laughs> Dave didn't want to die a normal sad, quiet death. He wanted to go out big. Sadly, yesterday David got his wish. <laughs> right, he uh, he was killed by ninjas giving him dysentery. <laughs> uh, we didn't see the ninjas; we just saw the dysentery. Dave got stomped on by a circus elephant who just happened to be from the Japanese circus, dressed up as a ninja. <laughs> or he tripped and broke his neck. <laughs> One or the other. We're not sure. <laughs> anyway, Dave was eaten by a whale as it was exploding. <laughs> Yeah, we were we were talking before uh, in the last podcast uh, or, or recent podcast that we did uh, that these guys were asking me to describe myself a little bit better, and they've told me that you know that people you know really are interested in what I do. I don't I don't do well with just going into details, but I figured you know okay, fair enough. Just to give the quick and dirty, 
I'm a marine biologist in Massachusetts, and I work with gear technology. So I guess being eaten by a whale that that'd be that'd be sort of sad because hopefully whales wouldn't want to eat me. But killer whale. I don't. I'm the, I don't think there's any killer whales in the area. I've never seen a killer whale. Where do I go, by the way? Right here. Uh, go, go straight. You get to Route Four. Yeah. Oh yeah, I gotta go Route Four <clears throat> east. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, isn't this exciting adventure? Driving with Dave and Maddox? Maddox and Dave? It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. Oh, wait. Hey, remember in last night's podcast we mentioned feathers? And there it is. Well, we don't know when this podcast is actually going to occur. Well, is this my right after. Here? I mean. I think this is my right, isn't it? Uh, no, it was the last one, actually. I, oh. I wasn't paying attention. Can I get there from here? Or I think so. We could find out. Uh-oh. So, yeah. Um, Dave's going to be eaten by a beluga whale. Uh, that thinks he is a piece of krill in the ocean. I don't think I've ever seen beluga uh, whale either. I mean, <laughs> not, except in an aquarium. It's just so fun cool. to say that. Beluga. I could be eaten by a pilot whale, maybe, if it developed a taste for human. But that'd be sad. Or you can make the hipsters excited and get eaten by a narwhal. I would love to be killed by... I would love to be stabbed by a narwhal. As a, as a death, I love narwhals. They're just gorgeous creatures. And, and uh, I, I, I want to just take them and hug them and treat them like, like the woman they... Sorry. So, uh... <laughs> Actually, I saw, I saw a narwhal horn in this uh, <clears throat> antique shop at one point, and I swear to God, this thing looks like uh, a four-and-a-half-foot unicorn horn. It's, it's tw- it is just gorgeous. I, I have no idea how that narwhal horn got, got there, hopefully. But anyway... It, where What part of the ocean are they in? I don't even know to be honest. Narwhals are north. Like I guess it's possible. Like, you know, global warming and all this stuff and things are moving around, but hopefully not south. We're seeing a lot of animals move north. I shouldn't elaborate too much because there's nothing confidential there. information. It's not confidential. It's just that that technically for me to talk about certain subjects, I have to get permission from my bosses. Um, that's kind of safe to say because water is warming. There's no doubt about that, and we, we're seeing some strange things. I think that's safe to say. Well, here's to hope no Republicans are listening to our uh, nah. podcast and denying us or using our... Well, that actually would be good because then we get more, more listeners. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely, you know... Oh, the look! Half, the, half, the old theater. Oh, it's yeah, been it's turned all... into 24-hour fitness. Oh. 24-hour fitness right next to an alehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Drink all the beer you want. Just fucking go next door and run it off afterwards. You're fine, buddy. Oh, that'd be kind of fun just to stumble next door and be like, oh, let's work this off now. <laughs> There's the Forum Diner. We talked about that yesterday, Yeah, Forum too. Diner's been closed for years. That's right. Well, that was a shitty diner anyway. It was a shitty diner. It was. Because they kicked us out. <laughs> well, there's that too. But one time Larry and I were in there. We, we like to go to diners and, and review diners. And uh, uh, we asked... They, it didn't say diner on their on their menus or anything and they had like this kind of like stuck up air about them so we asked them are you a diner and the guy said no no we're not a diner we're not a diner however our receipt clearly stated we were in a diner anyway we we said fine you're not a fucking diner anymore you guys suck anyway yeah 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 we went to it we just came from a diner 
uh, which was pretty freaking good actually. Yeah, they're a uh, park. No, just the Ridge Diner. Ridge Diner. Ridge, the Ridge Diner. Diner in Park Ridge, New Jersey. Yeah. That was man. I had I had a a gyro with sweet potato fries. Is that what we do? I think it said gyro, right? Yeah, it's gyro. not gyro. No, but you can. I mean, you know. I mean, most people say gyro. I I I'm a fan of you know calling it you know the way that people call things you know instead of being like a snobby like if I if you said gyro and then somebody next to you were to be like it's pronounced gyro I, I fucking hate that because they're stuck up fucking anyway well on the same vein uh, something I do for fun is I like to and I've been doing this for years now and it still it still gets on people's nerves and I find it hilarious is I call soda pop <laughs> like hey man uh, yeah, go out and get some pop Wait, you're gonna go get some what? It's pop. Fuck's pop. Yeah, that's soda. Kinda, that is kind of gay. <laughs> it's funny, <laughs> just because it's funny that something that stupid makes people so <laughs> bent out of shape. <laughs> I'm okay, I, I like to uh, annoy people, especially my father. You know, because he he gets worked up a lot. So when someone's getting worked up, I I like to go, take it easy. Get get a control get control of yourself. Calm down. You're losing control. And just keep doing that until they get really pissed at me. <laughs> Say, dude, slow down. Come on. Get, come on. Relax. Relax. They, people hate being told to relax. Hate it. Which makes, makes, makes me happy. Relax. I, I, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm working on it. Whoa! Yeah, it's getting traffic all of a sudden. It's, that guy. was almost so... Uh, two dudes like take each other out in front of us wasn't this like a club at one point this place that we're passing I have no idea like like a teen club or something no No. it's been a candy house there's this little place right next to the Garden State Plaza in Paramus right off Route 17 it's uh, it's like a candy house it's a a house it's like a mini Willy Wonka I don't even it looks magical I've never been inside it so I couldn't tell you if it actually is magical but um they probably could have filmed the exterior of it for a Harry Potter wizard's house in the movie, and you wouldn't have been able to tell that they didn't have to change anything. There was a, a, a time years ago, after Rocky Horror one night, I was hanging out with this one guy. Should I say his first name? I won't say his last name. Okay. Okay. Matt. Okay. Okay. Big Matt. Big Matt. Yeah. And uh, Matt. He, he wanted to go to a club <laughs> uh, somewhere along Route 17. Might have been where we just passed. Wait, after Rocky Horror? After Rocky Horror. Three o'clock in the morning? Yeah, something like that. And it was full of, like teeny boppers like the teeny worst boppers. type of teeny boppers you could imagine and you know I I was probably about I don't know 21 at this time and I I felt awkward Matt seemed to fit in even though he was is he older than us no he's the same age yeah, he's about the same age and I don't know I haven't quite thought of him as the same way since then <laughs> like, <laughs> like he hung out there clearly he went there more often than my that's kind of weird it was, but you know, wish him the best. I don't know. I'm friends with him on Facebook. Hi, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matt. <laughs> Hope you're not. Oh, Maybe it was up here. I don't know. Somewhere around here. It might have been up here. Yeah. But we definitely was. Now that place has been a candy shop as long as I can remember. So, has there been like, uh, like, old shops that you remember around your house from childhood that were like oh, sketchy places gosh. and stuff like that? Um. I got well, a story. I got a story like that too, but go ahead. I'll tell you what. Uh, the one, the one place that was that was always kind of uh, has a great story behind it. I I've heard that I've gotten this wrong. Uh, the the I've gotten the details wrong, not the general story. 
but there was a like a music store that sold like you know records and tapes and CDs and whatnot in Rutherford uh, on Park Avenue, and maybe it was called the Music Man or Music Merchant mm-hmm. or something like that. And there was a dude that used to lure young boys into the back room hot to watch pornography and uh, questionable cinema. Was was one of these little boys you? No, no, unfortunately. Nobody wanted to touch me. Were were you the little old man? Uh, No, no, I was much too young. Dressed like a little old man. I might have been. Okay. I might have been. I was known to wear suits. So how, how do you know about this though? Oh, everybody it was like huge. It was like a smack to the town's face. There was this. That uh, was like the big, the big. Uh, you know, <gasps> you know, Rutherford has got a child molester running one of the stores on their main strip. There was this uh, place in Dumont where I was raised, uh, Dumont, New Jersey, and it, it was a. I forget the name of it. It was like a weird name, like not Rock Sands, but something like that. And uh, it was run by this one old man and this one old woman, like really freaky looking, like something you'd see from, a, from a, I don't know, a mystic horror movie, something like that. And uh, uh, they, they sold pornography in there. And I don't know how old I was, maybe 11, 10, something like that. My friends got together and they wanted to get some porn mags. And I got tasked with the job of going in there with their money and buying the porn. And they made a note for my parents saying that this was okay. <laughs> and uh, I walked in there. And this is wait, I, wait. Which yeah. one of you thought that that would work? I, I don't rem- I don't think it was me. But uh, I'll tell you what I did, which is even more <laughs> embarrassing than that. I went in there, and the old man's watching me. He's like kind of giggling, like he he, he, he knows what I, he knows what I'm doing. And uh, I'm looking around this shop, and oddly enough, not only did, was this place filled with porn, like this dusty old dank place. But it also had really old Archie comics. So, <laughs> so, so, not to look too silly, you know where this is going. I went, I bought a bunch of porn mags and an Archie and a few Archie comics. <laughs> we had, oh we had this, God. we built this clubhouse in my backyard, and that's where we hid it all. That's where we hid all the porn. In this Wait! Club- you actually yeah. successfully bought this porn? Yeah. Yeah, he and he said something to me. I couldn't. He had a thick How old accent, were you? Like 11, 10. Oh my god. And, and he had this super thick accent. I couldn't tell. He said something to me like like he knew like like he might have said something like I know where this is going. You know. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh yeah. And, and there, oh it was god. just, you know, we hid these mags in this this shitty clubhouse we built in my backyard and uh, it's pretty disturbing now that I think about it, about all those young boys doing things in my backyard. But, you know, when I'm not there, I'm not gonna watch other people do that. No, of course I, not. Unless, no. Why would you do that? I, I mean, unless unless I was trying to, you know, get off myself. But where do we go from here? <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> no, I, I think actually that that's that's a part of a, of American boys' youth that's that's completely gone nowadays oh, yeah. and it's kind of it's sad in a funny way it because is. i mean there was just there was something about like having a fucking porno magazine like it hiding was. in your bedroom and like hoping your parents didn't find it and all that you know there was this yeah i mean it, it was it was kind of cool i mean i remember i mean honestly i i started doing rocky horror um i was a weird kid 
I'll, <laughs> like, like that's in any fucking question. But um, yeah, I was a weird kid to begin with. And when I started doing Rocky Horror, I remember having to have my mom go out and buy me heels because I was a, you know, I was embarrassed. Uh, you had your mom buy you I heels. I had my mom buy me my heels <laughs> at 16 years old. Oh, like, that's funny. Larry and I bought our first pair of fishnets together. <laughs> and we went into but, a, a Victoria's Secret, I think. Oh my god! Well, that 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 actually helped worked out later because later on, um, one of my friends got a job when Victoria's Secret opened up in the mall. Oh, you had an in? Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, Sandy, I need, I need, I need a corset. And she's like, Wait, for what? Oh, all right. I'm like, Yeah. She's like, Yeah. Can you help me out? She's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get you something. She measured measured me and then, you know, brought home. Uh, I was I was living with her at the time, so she. Uh, she brought home uh, a course for me because I was like eighteen, I think. <clears throat> but um, yeah, there there is something that's. Oh wait, let me hold on one oh, second. Yeah. So, um, the point of the matter is, you know, my mom was like, all right, he's he's obviously he's doing weird things because at that time, although you know, I used to sneak out and go to clubs and stuff, so I was hanging out with girls all the time, and yes, I was fooling around with these girls but never like in front of my mom I didn't talk about it in front of my mom and like you know I also like to cook so occasionally whenever my mom did meet the girls we'd be going upstairs making some cookies making some cake that which we'd bring back down my room was in the basement we'd bring back down to my room and like you know yeah so anyway <laughs> I, I, um, got, I got nothing yeah I got nothing so oh, I got something I just so, so your mom, I, I, I get so, oddly embarrassed about talking so, about it sometimes so and like, mom, I don't want to talk mom, about it your mom but thought you were gay my mom thought I was gay you want to hear <laughs> so hold mom? on yeah. so this is great so she's driving me to school one day and she's like Christopher I just want to let you know I was um, in your room looking for something and I found your stack of porno magazines and I'm like oh great here, I go. You know, here we go I'm going to get the talk She's like, and I just want to let you know that I'm glad you're not gay. And I'm like, Whoa. what? Are you serious? Uh, you're, you're... I'm like, really, Ma? And yeah. she's like, well, you know, you, you got you to gotta realize that you're you're kind of an odd kid. And I'm like, and she, really, Ma? I'm like, and, come and on. she didn't you know? say anything that it was all scat pornography. No, like, no, she was, was she was fine with that. As long as I mean, it was yeah, poop, yeah. She, my, my 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 barnyard magazines, not a word. Um, <laughs> my, by the way, my mom thought I was gay too. So, yeah, yeah. I don't doubt that. It, it probably happens to a lot of <laughs> a lot of Rocky Horror people. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we go through this stage. Some of us are, and that's okay. <laughs> that's perfectly <laughs> fine. That's fine with you. Um, except for those people. So <laughs> I, won't go, I won't go to that. I won't go into detail. <laughs> So yeah, that was that was a pretty uh, pretty pretty funny situation. <laughs> yeah, but the, yeah, but the, the best part is that she's like, I went, to, okay, I I had my my porno magazines hidden. I had these giant home stereo speakers, and I had them hidden like inside the bottom of one of the speaker towers, facing a wall. So what was my mom looking for? That she searched my fucking room like a CIA operative looking for a fucking. Uh, a bug in his in his hotel room or something, you know. My my porn mags were hidden. Like at the time, it seemed like a great hiding space, but now that I think about it, it was it was dumb. It was uh, where everybody hides their porno mags in between their mattresses. Like, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty dumb. But she never she never she never mentioned it. I'm sure she must have found them at some point. And why didn't? But then she still thought I was gay, huh? But you know what? After that, I was. It was funny because. I, I rehid them. It's like, why did I re like I thinking know. back? Well, why did I rehide them? Because you're, you're, she already knows I have them, and I had like a little stack of them. But maybe, it's like 
I put him up in my drop ceiling. Maybe you were worried that she was masturbating to him. Uh, that's really gross, dude. <laughs> I found Look, your button. I found I, your limit. No, that's actually, great. it's your not. It's not even that. Mm. It's just that I don't have to hear it from you because my mom says that kind of shit to me all the time because <laughs> she knows it riles me up. So it's like hearing it from you isn't that big of a deal. Oh. It's just I have to hear it from my oh, mom okay. just because she knows it riles me up. So she talks about that stuff, and I'm like, oh, come oh, on, mom. Wow. And she's like, she's like, oh whatever, Christopher, shut up. And um, I'm like, my mm. mom will never mention that stuff. Oh no. no, pretend it doesn't happen. Maybe I should talk to her. Uh, <laughs> so Dave, I was just at your house this past weekend, dude. He's talking to your mom. Uh, yeah, man, she's got some stories, bud. Oh my god, she's into some dirty things, <laughs> dude. Kid, you don't even know. Oh, she knew everything I was doing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but you know that that is that is a you know people have elaborated on this before. That is a, a culture loss for better or for worse. The idea that you have porn. And you like hoard it. And by the way, some of that original porn that I watched, for whatever psych, psych, you know, uh, psychotic reason or whatever it is, uh, that's still some of the hottest porn to me. <laughs> like, like there's something, you know, like wow, that's the porn that that I grew up on. That magazine and that magazine's still fucking sexy. Well, to me. I have a theory. I have a theory behind that, and it, it's it's an odd theory, but okay. It's like, it's what you come to know while you're growing up. Right. So, it's like, it's it's the, it's kind of the, the bar that is set. Mm. And I've thought about this. It's like, you know, when when you think about... It's your formative who years. and Right, right. Mm. It's like, you know, me, I, I've never really been into the whole, uh, I don't know, what do you want, like, the whole, like, you know, red velvet slinky dress and all the heavy makeup and do your hair. <laughs> no I've always... What talking about, red velvet slinky yeah, I don't even know. I'm just, I'm just trying to like Dude, I masturbate to slinkies all the time that's weird so anyway but I, I don't like really the heavily made up modely uh, celebrity type of girls it's not been my thing like I like you know I like what a girl looks like when she's just like waking up with no makeup messy hair you know sweatpants and a t-shirt I always found that really attractive I, do too. I, I, I always like the, the I'm, I'm very into the girl next door type of look that's always been my thing you know I, I'm that's just what I go for. I, I like that too, and and yeah, something about I don't know what it is. Boy shorts on a girl—that's sexy for some reason. I don't know why. Okay, what are boy shorts? Because uh, I've heard like, that term like a thousand boxers, times. Like boxers. Boxers. Yeah. What, what's the big deal? But I don't because I've heard that term a bunch of times, but oh. I don't know what boy shorts are. I guess, I don't know why we don't call them. I guess yeah, that's good question. I don't know why we we revert to boy shorts when we're talking about women wearing boxers. I don't know either. That's yeah. kind of odd. You know what's hotter than women wearing boxes? Women wearing underoos. Because uh, I don't ever think I've seen a woman wear underoos past when I was a little boy and my friend <laughs> wore her uh, Wonder Woman underoos and I had my uh, my Luke Skywalker uh, X Wing fighter underoos. I had uh, I had I had Robin underoos. I actually with the little R in the corner. And that makes like, a lot of sense to me. Yes, I think I also <laughs> I think I also had for some reason C three PO underoos. Did you? I didn't even know they made C three PO. Yeah, they were just like gold, gold tidy whities like not gold. They were like yellow with like the design on them, and then the shirt had the C three PO chest plate. I'll, t- I'll tell you what I had. I don't remember if they're underoos or all, but I remember one shirt I used to wear to bed all the time. My Shazam shirt. <gasps> Like, like, how old are we talking here? I was like five, maybe. How did you like even really know Shazam at five? Because like, there wasn't... was a show, there oh, was a, yeah. there was a TV show. Yeah. Okay, I guess that makes sense. I think I also had Aquaman on, 
I'm pretty sure I had Aquaman underoos too. Well, that's just a pair of like fucking orange yeah. shirt and a pair of green underwear. <laughs> uh, uh, no, he had a little A on the. I don't remember. I'm, I think they might have had like a like a scaly pattern on it or something like that. It was something that you knew that it wasn't just green and orange. Hmm. But uh, I wish. Uh, yeah, they, I know they do make sort of grown-up underoos now, and they're just a little expensive. But I, I would like to get some. So going back on topic, and this will be a fun question. <laughs> What was, what do you, if you remember it, what was the first pornography you ever saw? Uh, I actually, I do remember this. Uh, it was at, um, at the time I had this friend, his name was Chris. Um, not me. Not him. And uh, he went to my school and he brought me to his, his, at his house one day. His parents weren't home and he put in like some really freaking hardcore porn. Like deep digging and anal and all of that stuff and I think that was my first videotape uh, uh, the first time I saw videotape of porn and uh, magazines was at this other guy Dave's house who we talked about earlier and his parents must have been total freaks because they had huge stacks of mags just like <laughs> like three foot stacks of mags and I'm like I'm talking about like three three foot stacks my God. like it was it, and you could tell that they were like really I should turn right here, unless you want to keep driving around a little bit. Oh, we got a little bit of time left. Okay. Um, my first one was actually, it was um, my, my best friend growing up lived across the street from me. And uh, some younger couple had moved in, in in the apartment across the hall from him. And they had a projector. And they had they were like, they lent us the projector to watch a bunch of movies on. And they just gave us a box. Uh, there was just this box of, of, of box. reels. <clears throat> we were going through them, and there was all kinds of cool stuff. Like a little, there was uh, monster movies. There was, um, you know, some of their home movies, and then there was, uh, it was uh, the Italian Stallion. Oh, and we're not talking Rocky here. No, we're talking, you know, that porno that uh, Sylvester Stallone made is like like, a, like his first movie or whatever. Wait, he, really? I didn't even that know was, that. Yeah. Was yeah, I think it was. I think it was. Uh, it was called Italian Stallion and or Wait, this Studs is, Weekend at Kitties. Wait, I think this was is the, this is before he made Rocky. I don't. I think Be, so. Because then that means that when he made Rocky, he used his porn name in Rocky, which is kind of cool. I that's, we got to check that out. That's. Not I think it might have been Studs Weekend at Kitties, and uh, then was rebranded after he made Rocky uh, to sense. be the Italian Stallion. That makes sense. That's probably. I, I don't know one hundred percent. I'm not like a porn historian, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, that I that I remember. You mean a pornostorian? Yeah, and I remember uh, being ew, God. I must have been like six years old. Six? Holy! Yeah. How did you even know how to work a projector at six, dude? I was a smart kid. I guess so. But uh, yeah, I know. I remember sitting there with my friend, and all of a sudden, like, I got direction. You know, I was like, I think I need to go. <laughs> you know, I didn't. I was just like, what are what are feelings? What are happening? <laughs> uh, eh, we we gotta sort of, go. <laughs> we, we sort of talked about it earlier, but my my father had a real old school, early generation uh, laserdisc player, and years later, I found his. I found he had laserdisc porn. Wait, laserdisc? Porn? Yeah, really? super hot porn. Well, at the time, it was like seventies porn and stuff like that. On a laserdisc? Yeah, laser. Totally, of course. No shit. And. Uh, and he, they were they were separate from the I other. I guess that makes sense because they just put porn on everything. Yeah, yeah. If you could watch it, they make porn for it. They, 
they those discs were hidden and they were separate from where he kept his other huge stack of laser discs which i had free reign to and i found the porn and i would just watch it constantly and you know thinking back on that now he probably knew that i found that and maybe that was him teaching me <laughs> maybe you should ask him i no <laughs> maybe you should on, leave my parents alone how about that aren't you old enough now to like approach your parents about this kind of stuff i do you know what i'm i i just i'm awkward in that way around them i just uh no well, no you can i'll let you do it you guys my dad about it how about like so dave's dad <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's Mr. Joseph. No, no, that's all right, Dave's dad. Uh, so did you know that Dave was watching your porno laser discs? <laughs> well, math. <laughs> yeah, how about this? How about you just ask him if he owns any, if he has any? <laughs> hey, man, you got any porn? <laughs> Want to watch it together? <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got an old laser disc player <laughs> somewhere? <laughs> uh, I don't want to watch high-def porn with you, Dave's dad. Yeah, no, they did not make high-def laser discs in those days. As a matter of fact, we had a copy of Flash Gordon. And uh, I love the movie Flash Gordon. Love Flash. it. Yes. The Flash. And uh, there's the scene in the beginning where they're in the airplane and uh, Ming the Merciless's image breaks through the windshield of the airplane and the plane crash lands in uh, Dr. Uh, Octopus. Uh, no. It, well, what's his name? The, the mad scientist doctor. I forget his name. Dr. Orpheus. No, stop that. <laughs> uh, and, and anyway, so... In the laserdisc version, it just looks like a bunch of rocks hit the glass, and it just shatters the glass. Only later, when I actually bought the DVD, and you could clearly see Ming himself tries to kill them all, or does whatever he does. I had no idea from the laserdisc. The laserdisc was that muddy. Anyway, lots of the laserdiscs were muddy, for whatever reason. On the same end, there was a uh, Godzilla laserdisc collection that I remember seeing at Kim's video uh, when there was still a Kim's video back in the in the, in the village. Um, golly, I don't remember how long ago. Jeepers. <laughs> Jinkies. Um, and I think it was a collection of maybe five of the Showa-era Godzilla films. And they were... I'm sorry, just making sure things are still going. Yeah, it's still going. Uh, and, and the guy had one that he had opened and he's like oh yeah you want to see that looks great and I'm like oh yeah yeah I'd love to and that was actually one of my first uh, exposures to widescreen oh yeah and just the clarity of it I I didn't even my jaw dropped I'm like sitting here like oh need this they were capable of making really good laser discs they just very rarely did I had uh, well my father had all the Star Wars's you know the first three Star Wars movies on Laserdisc. Well, do you, do you know that you they actually still online sell bootlegs of those Laserdisc versions? Really? Why? Because the Laserdisc ver- the Laserdisc <laughs> versions of the original <laughs> Star Wars, Albert. <laughs> the Laserdisc versions of the original Star Wars films, uh, were pretty much one of the last times that a high definition version of the original untouched Star Wars films, theatrical wow. Star Wars films, was made. They did briefly come out with them on DVD, mm-hmm. but it was um, it was only sold at Best Buy, from, to my knowledge, and the transfers were still not as good quality as the Laserdiscs. Wow. So you could actually still get uh, there are people that sell them online. Well, I, I you can still get like DVDs that are actually just Laserdisc transfers, I'm and they sure. had a lot of the behind the scenes, the lost footage, like the, the scenes with Bigs on Tatooine. 
I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, my dad's laser discs still exist somewhere. Uh, but as I recall, those Star Wars movies were not widescreen, the versions we had anyway. And uh, and I definitely don't remember Biggs from, from those versions. Well, I do. I I've seen the scene on YouTube, but I don't, I'm pretty sure it wasn't in the, that, on that laser disc. By the way, the other problem with those laser discs is they were so easy to scratch. And when they scratched, that disc player would just jump like a bastard and never let you watch a scene ever again. It was, ugh. And you had to, halfway through the movie, you'd have to flip over the disc and watch the other side. It was sort of a pain. Uh, but they were still light years ahead of anything else. They were pretty freaking rad. And how? And they made porn. <laughs> Which I just learned. Yeah, we learned a lot today. So, uh, we're about at the end of our ride, so we're going to wrap this up. Um yes, sir. And Dave is going home all the way back into Massachusetts, yeah, and it's only like 8 o'clock at night, and I wanted to hang out more, but he's like, no, I'm going to go home. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait till tomorrow. We've got Tai Chi practice. <laughs> so I, I also teach Tai Chi on the side. Yeah, Dave's a Tai Chi master. I love when you get upset about me calling you a master. <laughs> Who's a master? <laughs> not me. Not me. Um, sure not me. No, we didn't go to see... The Man in the Iron Lung. Or uh, the it. Iron Lung? <laughs> I want to watch The Man in the Iron Lung. Oh. Yeah. No, the Man the man with the Iron Fist. Yeah, like, we didn't go see it. And yeah. it's not playing at the movie theater down the street. Yeah. But uh, anyway, it's been fun, Dave. It has been fun. I've had a good time. Thank you. And Dave is hoping to come back sometime next month. We'll yeah. have him on another podcast. Yeah. Or when we finally figure out how to do it online. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So my yeah. anus is bleeding. <laughs> oh, for the love of God, and all of this holy, my anus is bleeding. Whoa! <laughs> okay. <laughs> With that, um, we're done. Yeah, we are. We need to sign off. With the magic in your mouth. With the magic in your mouth. And it tastes good. Okay. Bye bye. Hey, my mouth. Where's my clicker? Okay, that's it. <laughs>